That, that is very true. I'm pretty sure that's like a scientific fact. Yeah, it's, it's a true fact. That's what I like to call them. True yeah. facts. True facts. Dude, you know what I realized? <laughs> as, a, as opposed to a, a false fact. A f- yeah, false fact. False fact. You false facker. Hey, so <laughs> does this make me a pussy? I was driving at the, on the lot the other day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And these, this, this sparrow was chasing this crow. Mm. And they were flying, right? But they weren't paying attention. And as I was driving, I thought I was going to hit them because they were coming right at me. Did you yeah. squeal? And, no. But like last minute, they moved out of the way because mm. I didn't stop. Yeah. But like... There's a windshield between us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I still, I did that shit. Oh, um, okay. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> if he, anything, you would have like moved your head into the into the bird. No, I moved it because they were coming this way. I was I moved like that. Yeah, but birds are weird. They Can go we the opposite way? I have a question. Huh? Um, I know I'm going to be able to finish this like in a half hour or oh, or, you're or less. Need another one. Already? So I'm probably going to need another one just just so yeah. we don't have to stop. I yeah, don't, we should probably okay. just bring in twosies. Bring, yeah, I don't want the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to keep them cool, but I don't want to disrupt the flow. Cool. They're, they're very cool. They're, yeah, they're cool. Super cool. Cool in temperature <laughs> and in, in attitude. <laughs> I, Super cool. I like their Cheetos cool. Greetings once again, and welcome to the Mind at Large podcast. This is episode seven. The highly anticipated episode seven that you've been waiting months for. No one's really anticipating this, probably. That's that's okay. But seriously, it's a good one, though. In fact, it's such a long conversation that I had to break it down into two parts. Well, I didn't really have to. just thought it would be more beneficial for you, the listener. Yeah, easier to digest. It's more organized that way. So, we're talking to uh, my former bandmate and vocalist, Mark Morin, 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 I don't know, how Hispanic are you? That's the uh, determining factor for how you say that last name. Anywho, it's a good conversation. We're, uh, we're talking about uh, skill building, pretty much. Well, the first half we're talking about a lot of the history of the band and a lot of the stuff we went through trying to build it up and, you know, the inner turmoil and the creative differences and, and the good things too, for sure. Uh, But the second half has to do with our lives after the band. Um, They they kind of run parallel in a way because we both ended up teaching private lessons. He got into the world of jujitsu and I continued my path in the musical realm. So before we get into that, let me just go ahead and explain a little bit as to uh, why these episodes have been coming out at such a, uh, you know, scattered pace here. Um... So, uh, things started off pretty well in 2017 with, you know, the initiation of the podcast and forming the ideas and kind of just getting into the routine of things, saving up some money for equipment, all that kind of stuff, and just um, figuring everything out, basically. Uh, I didn't want to jump right into it and create something that I felt was going to be subpar. And... um, I feel like I'm doing a decent job. I don't know. Maybe. Eh. I'm very critical of myself, and I always feel like everything could be better. So, getting on with it. So, it's it was a, it was a fairly good year. Things were fairly consistent at first. Um, releasing things about once a month and all that kind of stuff. So, um, then I had my, my vacation in the summer. Um, I took a few weeks and went to South America. 
I visited the countries of Ecuador and Colombia. Had a really life-changing experience doing an ayahuasca ritual in the jungles of Ecuador. And uh, visited the Galapagos Islands. And of course, overindulged in Colombia. Probably not in the way that you're thinking, but I indulged nonetheless. And it was good. Memories were made, for sure. And uh, I would definitely like to return there someday. So, upon my return here from my vacation, uh, you know, it took a few weeks to adjust. Things were kind of slowing down. And I uh, kind of started reprioritizing things in my life and um, really wanted to put a lot of energy into, um, you know, like teaching. I mean, not that I don't already. It's just that's what I do to make money. And uh, I take it very seriously, and I'm always trying to, to better myself and find more efficient ways at, at teaching the instrument. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't have a curriculum. I just have to make this stuff up myself. And me being a very organized person, uh, I like to have everything in this kind of systematic approach, but not too systematic because, it, you know, each each student is different, and you have to kind of cater to their specific needs and their personalities. So it's a lot to juggle considering I have around 30 students and I'm trying to make their lessons, you know, specifically for them. So now granted, I'm putting that burden entirely on myself, you know, to, to do that, you know, I'm definitely trying to go above and beyond, but it's because I'm trying to, to be the, the best I can at doing this thing since I love it so much. So in doing that, uh, it makes less time for other things that I do enjoy, such as this podcast, uh, which, you know, includes getting together with people and having the conversation, going back home and editing everything. And for me, it takes a lot of time. You know, I'm sure somebody else could do it better, but I don't, I probably wouldn't be satisfied with the result. And uh, I just, I like the process. I really do love the process. It's just, I don't always have time to do it. So, uh, trying to carve things out to give myself a little bit more time for that um, in the near future. Hopefully 2018 kind of turns that around and uh, provides some better things, you know. There are a few broken relationships uh, that, you know, happened at the, uh, in the latter end of 2017 uh, that I won't go into too much detail about, but, uh, you know, needless to say, it's you know, they've been weighing pretty heavily on my mind. And, um, and I also, you know, I also ended up, you know, losing my, my grandma from my maternal side. Uh, you know, she was 86 years old. She lived a long life, but, uh, I was pretty close to her. So I was pretty broken up about that as well. And, you know, these things happen and it, you have to process the grief and, uh, you know, that's, that's life really sucks. This is my first time uh, having to deal with something of that magnitude. <sighs> but, you know, strangely enough, because of my, um, my ayahuasca experience, uh, in which I felt I nearly died, uh, it gave me a little bit of a different perspective on, on handling the death of a loved one. So in a way, it, it kind of prepared me for it. And, um, put my mind at rest a little bit more, you know, when you consider the, the afterlife, if you believe in such a thing, 
But anyway, aside from all that, I just wanted to give a little bit of an explanation as to why these episodes have been so uh, delayed in coming out. And uh, hey, if you have a problem with that, you don't have to listen, right? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, uh, I would love for you to listen. So I'll, I will make the effort to start releasing this these on a, uh, a more steady pace, going back to most likely the one a month kind of deal. Um, but that'll start in 2018. So until then, I'll try to release the rest of the episodes that I do have on my laptop uh, within the month. So stay tuned for that. All right, so uh, let's get down to the conversation here with Mark. You didn't expect that. On the upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my, my chick's like a 4-4 type of girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to switch it up. Yeah, yeah, dude. Maybe I'll put on some Dillinger. And yeah, you, could, you could at least displace the accents in 4-4. Mm-hmm. Maybe make it seem like something else. Bang, bang. Yeah. Bank, bank, bank. Oh, I thought that was like Nervosa or something. Is that what that was? Okay, no, that's cool. what it sounded like. Bank, bang. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, yeah, let's 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 talk about that for a bit. Let's oh, let's, yeah. let's go into the history just a little. bit. So, there's context here. You're not just you're not just a dude. Well, you are a dude. We're <sighs> all just dudes. Am I? We're, we, yeah, we all have our <laughs> respective peni that designates us to be dudes. Yes. So that's the thing. Glad that we could, that we've established that. <laughs> all right. So now back to the comp. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we were in a band together, Mark. Yes. We did things. We did, we for did a long things. time, too. You wouldn't be able to, to, to tell from your voice. Oh, yeah. You, you blew that shit out, like, a I year got, ago. I got major uh, vocal surgery. No, you did. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> yeah, I probably missed that boat. Yeah, That probably. boat sailed a while yeah. back. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you know, like, I hit by an iceberg. <laughs> Sunk to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> it was like Cthulhu poo. You know, good stuff. Totally. Yeah. Uh, seven years, seven years strong. Yeah. Uh, from like the age of 16 till about 23. Yes. Uh, the last show being the Motorgrader show. Yeah. That was like, what, 2010 or something like that? I want to say. I think it was. It was like 2000. It was. No, it wasn't 2009. I think it was 2010. Maybe even 2011. Um, 2010, about seven years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking it's, wild. Yeah. It's, it's a nuts. trip. Yeah, so we were active from about <clears throat> 03 to, to 2010. And yeah. granted, oh, shit, 03, really? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, September of 03. Yeah. That's when we started. That's when we started, like, hatching the idea, sitting on the egg. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Um, went through a few different lineup changes. Oh, <laughs> kind of, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. If you want to call them that. Trying, trying <laughs> to find people. Trying yeah. to find people. <laughs> yeah. It's so tough. When you're in high school, it's yeah. hard. It's hard. It Life really is, is hard. <laughs> it's a very limited group of people who are able to actually do things at yeah. that age. Well, I mean, it's not even that. It's not even the the like the limited. It's like the the want to do things. But I, I, that doesn't go away, man. I was actually just talking to Jackson about this the other day about like dedicated people in a band. It's, it's so rare. It is. It's so rare. But I think that's with anything too. You know, like anything you really want to do. Like if you, if you don't like fully dedicate yourself, it, it just ends up being kind of like something you kind of mess around with. Right. And, you know, it doesn't really get to blossom as much as it could. And, I mean, I think we did really well for being, like, relatively young. Yes. You know, re- extremely inexperienced at what we were doing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I wish it, you know, it could have like kept on, but life yeah. happens. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I'm actually kind of glad that it didn't. And I wouldn't have said that back then because I was pretty intent on taking things to the next level as were you you know we were the, we were the guys in the band that were trying to push for things and yeah push 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 yeah that was one of the things i liked about you was you were always uh very ambitious <laughs> and you you kind of pulled that out of me too just me being around you i was like all right this guy's kind of a jerk sometimes <laughs> admittedly like i could you know i knew it like a lot of people always tell me, like why are you friends with that guy you know he's a jerk i'm like well you know he's cool with me like you know like it, in my mind, I was like... He's we, like an onion. There's a lot of layers. There's so many layers. You know? <laughs> he's, but spicy. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think my... Oh, is that because he's Mexican? Yes. Well, clearly. <laughs> Come on. I mean, at least like a bit mild. Like, oh, what's, what's that in the back of my throat? Yep. It's Mark. <laughs> it's Mark. Just hanging out back there. Yeah, like so. Maybe like 20,000 Scoville units, you know? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> No, um, I, I just think that, you know, like, uh, for me personally, I think um, a lot of it, too, is just, like, you know, moving moving here from Corpus, it was already kind of, like, weird for me, and then, you know, it's, like, having to start over, and, like, all these different people, and, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of the same. I'm still kind of, like, if I don't know you, like, if I don't, like, get a like a good vibe from you I guess like I, I kind of have I'm like a little defensive and I'm like a little like mm, standoffish mm. Um, but I feel like once I meet somebody that I'm like man I could talk to this person or like this person isn't like this person isn't trying to impress me and I think that really like sets me off as like yeah. you, you know people talk to you and they're like man this and that and this about me and it's just like cool right, I didn't yeah. ask anything about yes. that I don't yeah. care <laughs> I, I use that phrase a lot and people get like really offended I say oh I don't care and they're just like why don't you care and it's like oh, it's, 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 I don't mean it like that I just right. you know I don't I'm not impressed like I just want to know who you are and you right. have something to offer me man. Yeah. that's cool and that explains I think a lot of your, your attitude back then because I didn't get it like it was you were like a fucking alien back then because I was alien. like well I was like, man, this guy doesn't give a fuck about anything. It's kind of cool, but I, I can't do that. It's not me. Yeah. But at the same time, there was a, an admiration because of that. I was like, there's a good balance there because uh, uh, I think th about things too much. Like, I'm too much inside my head. This guy seems like he's just, like, off the cuff. Just he'll say whatever. But, it, again, it makes sense because of the fact that it's a matter of being dismissive of people that – you don't really want to talk to you. It's just a different approach. Like me, if I was dismissive of somebody, I would just not put the energy. I was like, cause I, my energy was limited. I was yeah. like, I don't want to waste energy on that. Whereas you just saw it as an opportunity to just like, I'm just going to fuck with this person because who cares? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like I don't want to know this person and they're clearly, they clearly, they care about me accepting them. Like you said, like they're like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are you impressed? And you're just like, <laughs> nah, but I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, it, it's really interesting, like, just, like, people, the way they behave and, like, you know, like, what they want you to perceive and, like, mm -hmm. you know, this is the front I have, please accept this front. And it's like, okay, but then, like, if I, like, poke and prod a little bit, like, what's really going to happen? Like, who's really going to come out? Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, you ruffle a few feathers and it's like, oh, well, my fault. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, you're kind of the same way too, and we've had that discussion as well. Maybe, maybe not as much. Maybe you're kind of like the the balance here between the two 
could be ends of the spectrum i feel like you know because this guy's a little bit on the opposite side but i think you know that's part of the reason why we got along so well when we did it was a nice balance of kind of just understanding two different perspectives he lived with me for a while too so yeah Yeah, we got along fine when he lived with me sure that sure that rubbed off on you and you guys rubbed off on each other Ooh. oh yeah oh yeah i remember seeing that <laughs> I, I meant I meant the attitude, not, yeah. the, not, not anything physical. No. Mark actually lived with me during a weird transition in my life. Like yeah. weird transition in your life is a weird transition in my life. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we were helping each other out there. Yeah. <laughs> this this all sounds very very. I go through a lot of weird transitions in my life. Apparently, <laughs> do a lot of murdering of myself and like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brand new. That that was that wasn't the way it sounded. Oh, that's exactly it how it sounded. Very, it, sounded it sounded very sensual. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I evolve, it's like. Oh, you thought we were discovering each other's buttholes, or yeah, again <laughs> rediscovering rediscovering the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I jest. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's interesting too because I think that's. Um, you know, like you said, that's kind of where you came from. That's kind of how I always understood you. And it, it kind of turned into something totally different. Because I remember when I uh, went off to study music in college, like I kind of just, I, I remember telling you guys this shit, you know, when I, I left, everybody had their own moment when they quit or whatever, like indefinitely, you know, and uh, eventually came back. And I remember going through that with like everybody on that on that level and then just kind of coming back to it and saying, well, now's my time. And I felt guilty about it at the time. Cause I was like, you know, I got to do me, but at the same time I want to, I'm serious about music. And I didn't feel like anyone else was like serious on that level of like, I'm, I need to develop my language, but beyond what we kind of do in this band or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I remember I wanted you guys to keep it going, but nobody did. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was kind of bummed out about that. But, you know, it it happens. It was always kind of hard to keep, like, anybody, like, uh, focused. And it's always like, you know, oh, we can't do it because so-and-so is not here. We can't do it because so-and-so is not here. And it's like, yeah, but, I mean, you know, there's, like, stuff you can do by yourself. Yeah. You know, and I I don't think anybody ever felt, like, what's the word? Like, the urgency. You know, it was like... It was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll write some stuff here and there. Yeah. Or it was like, oh, well, I have all these side projects I'm doing. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was always just kind of like, uh, it, it, to me, it just, it was always there. It just, you know, it, it's tough because, you know, like musically, I'm not the, I'm not the guy who can compose and like, you know, like create new ideas you know that was you guys you guys are really good at that and mm-hmm. i feel like you know other two could have put their time in a little bit more but it, you know it's just yeah no i mean everybody has their own priorities and stuff yeah. and i still love those guys man you Side know projects <laughs> so how did you feel though when like when adam finally kind of was like hey man i'm i'm gonna be gone for a while I'm oh man be doing this thing in school um i remember that that sucked yeah, I remember that. I it, it sucked because, you know, it's like, well, fuck. You know, we're we're on this we're on this like it, it, I guess it, it would have been a little bit better if we were all in a better place mm-hmm. as as far as like as the band goes, but I I don't feel like any of us were at like 
any kind of place. It was just like so scattered. Everybody was just like doing their own thing already. So when that happened, it was like, oh shit, okay, well this is like, this is the nail in the coffin. And yeah, time to move on, time to yeah, time to get something else going. So what got you interested in wanting to transition into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is what you do now? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, being fat. <laughs> wanting uh, to lose weight no i don't know i just you know, it's one of those things like i i'm i'm the type of person who likes to to um, challenge myself and i felt like at the time like I, I i didn't have like the band to focus on i wasn't so like i wasn't so like driven by trying to make music or like trying to like do shows and stuff like that and that's like a majority of like all my energy you know like trying to write new songs trying to like try and do this trying to do that and then you know working and stuff and like really it just kind of happened i was like well you know i'm gonna take these like workout classes in college and you know just kind of see how this works out for me and then you just kind of like there's a rabbit hole and i was like hey shit i'm gonna follow this down and yeah. Six years later, still mm-hmm. doing it. Still doing it, teaching it. Yeah. And that was one of those things that's like when you got in that deep, I was, me personally wasn't that surprised. Just like, like I said, you used to live with me. Coming from the writing standpoint, I remember sitting there watching you trying to write lyrics and how you would rack your brain about uh, one of the big things that used to make me laugh was you were like writing something and they're like ah but i use that word in this song like i need to use a different word <laughs> that's such a good thing to have <laughs> yeah they, way, like, it's like quality control yeah you know? i don't want to repeat myself yeah and to have that at that early stage because like there's people that are well into their careers that don't fucking think about it. they're just like yeah i found the formula i'm gonna yeah. fucking milk it <clears throat> like you know yeah definitely well i mean yeah you can only convey the message like so many times you know like mm-hmm. I'm going to say this a million times, like, you know, I'm going to say this one thing, 10 different ways. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, that's cool. But like, you know, it's when you start like challenging yourself and like, I can't use that anymore. It's when you bust out the the thesaurus. Thesaurus. Thesaurus (laughs) is very, very helpful. Um, English reading words. Yes, I remember that. I was like, "Hey, I remember that word." Like, that's a word. Got this whole, got this whole page in this one song. Panacea. Yeah, (laughs) I know what that means. I saw that in class. Yeah, it's like chapter eleven. It's like anathema, and I'm like, like twelve different words, and then I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna use all those words." I did it, and it was good. I was like, "Man, all right, cool." Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah always have to find like a way to like reinvent yourself i can't say oh i hate everybody you know like yeah using hate and then you know whatever it gets it gets like um it gets to a point where it's like a self cliche you know in yeah, a way yeah. it's like you're i don't know it's, it's pretty bad like self satirization or something like that you know like yeah <laughs> and i think that's what happens to a lot of bands a lot of bands just kind of like um you know they do it they make a song and it's like all right cool people like that song and they write like ten songs that are exactly like that song, just kind of like barely worded differently. And like oh. people will eat it up, though. You know, people are all about it. People are like, "Oh, I need that." It's the intent, though. Like, like that kind of bothers me about some bands, like the bands that do that kind of shit. It's like they worry too much about being liked, mm-hmm. you know. Which I know is sounds strange because yeah, it's like if you're thinking if it's your career and you want to, you know, make a living off of it, you want fans, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, at what cost, you know, like what, where do you prioritize that? If I had a solid, 
you know, 2,000 or 3,000 fans, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, they're just diehards versus, like... Ten, 10 million fake ones. Yeah, 10 million. Yeah, mm-hmm. who, like, when you make one quote-unquote misstep or, like, one... Oh, take yeah. one experimental move and they, you know, just turn their backs on you because you didn't do the same thing that well, they were Well, you're just not hot anymore. You're not the trend. So. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever yeah. the reason is, you know, their fucking bullshit reason for liking you, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you have to respect the artist for their creative decisions. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's supposed to be a personal journey in a way. So it is a it's very it's a very selfish pursuit in a way. You know, <laughs> creatively. You know, well, it's, yeah, especially bands that have like quality music. You know, yeah. I, I always feel like you know you listen to like a lot of mainstream bands, and it's like, man, I see why that's catchy, but it doesn't mean it, it's you know there's quality behind it. It's just it's written purposely to hook somebody in. Right. For that person to be like, oh my god, have you listened to Nickelback? We have to. <laughs> it's meant. It's meant to be. We're calling you out, Nickelback. <laughs> no, it's, it's easily easily listened to and easily interpreted. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like you know you listen to bands like like Dillinger. Yeah, it, it yeah. really challenges you, you, the way you perceive music. You know, because you expect like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be heavy. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get these like beautiful falsettos and like, yeah. you know, you're just like, and Greg, what man. are you doing? He's got that R&B background. He's got, <laughs> he's got something. I'm but I, you know, I think that's why I'm so attracted to, to Good Tiger too, like mm-hmm. for that, because they kind of musically, like they have those catchy choruses that mm-hmm. kind of lean into kind of that, that, that mainstream realm. Mm-hmm. But the lyrics have more meaning if you actually sit down and read them yeah it's it, it, no it's definitely a balance between hooks and like innovation you know mm-hmm. experimentation sorts you know the balance between aggression and melody the balance yeah. between consonants and dissonance like everything man the, the more the more i live life the more i realize that everything is all like life itself is about balance you know like mm-hmm. if you get if you go too far off in one direction without considering the alternate side it's it's very lopsided and you're doing yourself a disservice by not keeping yourself open to that other end of the spectrum, you know, like that for me, that's, that makes sense. You know, yeah. it's like a, it's like a universal truth balance. and That's yeah, very true. I mean, with anything, you know, and like, I think there wasn't maybe, you know, enough balance in, in our band that, that, you know, kind of kept it moving forward. You know, everybody wanted to have like their own like peace, except Steven. Steven was just like, I'll do whatever you guys say. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spider. Ugh, sorry, Spider. Um, <laughs> he's very like you know he wanted he wanted to make a name for himself. And, you know, yeah. But he he'll 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 be able to come on sometime and defend himself. No, so he won't. well, maybe maybe if he decides to if if you decide to, Spider. No, I'm telling you that. <laughs> um, no. I'm just somebody who like I really like like shooting for the stars. Like I can't I can't do like this like nine to five job i can't uh, that stuff will lead me to like killing myself like i can't i just i it's like waiting tables like you know i did that for so (laughs) long i was just like i I can't do it anymore like yeah you know and and getting fired is like probably the best thing that ever happened to me you know Mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things like he has so many ambitions and like so many goals and like you know he gets like maybe like five percent of it done you know and like i feel like if he would have focused and put all his like eggs in the basket like we could have got so much done i think we could have like yeah. man we could have been like playing shows still like we could have been like 
old fuckers but, who are getting drunk and like old fuckers. Yeah. We are old that, fuckers who that are getting drunk. That dude's like forty five. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I met him. He was like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old are you? No, but but going back to that, like I was saying before, the reason why I'm kind of glad that things didn't take off is because I I tried really really just imagining what we would have been like as a quote unquote successful band that made it or at least in the eyes of the average, you know, uh, listener Person, or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, like we totally could have been that because we had like more than one opportunity. We had like about three by my account where there was an upward tra- trajectory before we just called it quits for like a few months and then like had to rebuild that. And we did, and we did that like two more times of like rebuilding that status and opening up for big bands. Exhausting. Yeah, it's super exhausting. And it's like, well, we get the momentum going. It's like just, it's a fucking cock tease, you know? But at the same time, I'm kind of glad because business-wise, none of us really knew shit. And I like, I... still don't know anything. Well, I do now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been spending... I've been doing a lot of research. I've been spending a lot of time researching (laughs) that shit and and, and realizing like, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, we would have been fucked because we would have jumped at like every opportunity that we lose. But... We in some ways, played ourselves. Yeah, and that's good for like making a name for yourself, but it's not good for like uh, longevity as far as like making your own decisions and like you get into these contractual agreements with people that don't have your best interest in mind and they just want to make money off of you because that's all they see is you're just you produce money like oh yeah uh, yeah we don't care what you do like you're a musical ATM yeah <laughs> so and I could have seen I based on what we were doing and the way we were going about doing things, we would have, I know we would have got ourselves in situations where, I mean, I think we did pretty well as far as like decision making. I think, um, the only thing that we really jumped, you know, jumped the, um, jumped for was like, you know, that, uh, that dang, uh, what was that? 